This interview brought to you by AgriCentre South. Branches in Lawnville, Gore, Cromwell, Milton and Ranfilly. Drop by your local AgriCentre South branch today. My kind of town. Away out to Garston this afternoon on the muster. That song, the intro there, My Kind of Town by Frank Sinatra. It sounds like old Lieutenant Frank Drebin of Police Squad about to burst through the door. Um, blast from the past. Thomas O'Brien, good afternoon. You remember Frank Drebin? Um, I remember Frank Sinatra, but I, um, you'll have to remind me who Frank Drebin is. Police Squad. You not remember the movie Police Squad? Oh, my goodness. I watched Beverly Hills Cop with the kids the other night. Because uh, that was an all-time favourite of mine. That's a, and, it's a great uh, movie. Oh, such a great movie! Great soundtrack too. Awesome synthesizers and all that jazz. But um, no, I, I'm ashamed to say it, mate. Um, and, and Police Academy. You know, I remember Police Academy and and um, the Blues Brothers and all those sort of cop, you know, cops and robbers, you know, silliness. But what's yeah, what's this one? Police Squad. I'm pretty sure at school because in the dorm back in the day, this is one of their movies on a Saturday night. Oh. Police squad. I remember WWF wrestling really well, and you know the state of origin, you know um, all of that sort of jazz. But no, no, I must have been uh, I must have been doing something else that I shouldn't have been. Okay, uh, yeah, you probably were. We'll disregard that. Anyway, mate, how's things going up in your neck of the woods up in Garston? Oh, look, they're fine, mate. You know, we're not we're not uh, we're not in Gaza or Israel, are we? You know, it's um, God, what a what a horrible. Um, the situation those people are in at the moment, and it just out of the blue, out of nowhere, you know. Talk about a rude awakening to your Saturday night when uh, rockets are firing, and you know, I think what what the death toll went from was it uh, was it a couple of hundred, up around sort of seven hundred now or something crazy. Yeah, it's something yeah. tragic. Mm, yeah. So look, you know, I can't complain when you put things in perspective, right? So. Um, we can't complain as a country, can we? So, um, and we do complain, and we need to complain about certain things. But yeah, when you when something like that comes along, you are reminded, oh, you know, life's not that bad after all. Is it complaining or is it questioning authority and holding them to account? Oh, look, I mean, yeah, if you want to go down that track, absolutely. You know, we are. I don't really want to go down that track. No, we're, just well, saying. we're four or five <laughs> days away, you know, from 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 the decision making process, and. I, I actually had the um, the fortune of randomly bumping into Martin Hawes this morning, and those people who know Martin Hawes or know of Martin Hawes know that he's one of New Zealand's leading finance experts. He's written um, you know four or five books on on finance and economics in New Zealand, and I bumped into him and, and uh, you know um, I had a quick coffee with him, and of course I had to ask him. I said, look, you know, what, what, what's your prediction? And he said, look, regardless of of uh, who the government is, they're going to have to they're going to have a real rough time of it over the next 12 months from an economic from a finance perspective. You know, we are in a bit of trouble. Um, you know, there'll be certain sectors that will be hurting the retail sector, um, in particular, uh, retailers and wholesalers. You know, these small and medium-sized businesses. However, he did believe that the tourism industry was going to remain relatively buoyant and um, and, and probably move forward quite well. So that was quite interesting from his perspective. Yeah, the tourism thing, it's slowly but surely coming back, isn't it, as our numbers into the country? It, it sure is, um, you know, <clears throat> and um, it doesn't matter what sector you're in, um, you know, there's, it, it, there's nothing, it's nothing like sort of the pre-COVID numbers um, that, that we've been looking at. You know, we are sort of in that, in that mid to, um, you know, in between season, but... Um, but as I, you know, as I also said, he had another colleague there who was the um, 
the, the head honcho for Prince Central for New Zealand, the franchise Prince Central, and um, you know he said that during COVID they they went great guns, but at the moment he said they're very quiet. Um, so they do things like label they do labels for everything. Um, so he said you know if, if we do labels for wine and all that sort of stuff, he said that that's very very quiet. And I think that's a direct reflection of say um, as I say the retailers in general. Um, people are thinking about discretionary spend, um, you know, and I gave, I also gave them the example, I said, look, you know, people in the rural industry are, are feeling the pinch big time, you know, they're, and if people are, if people are hurting in the country, then people in the, in the city hurt as well, and um, yeah, it's just, people are just, yeah, yeah, even, even, even regardless of the outcome of the election, it was certainly Martin's feeling that um, as a country, we're going to have to be very careful about about where we spend our money and how we spend it, but we can't not spend it. But whatever we spend it on has to be um, fiscally prudent, and it has to uh, the investment has to go back into making more money for the country. You're, you're a business owner yourself, Tom, do you, um, and a tourism one at that. Um, what he says does it ring true with you? Oh, look, I mean, from my perspective. Um, Look, I'm, I'm, I'm a very, very small fish in a very, very big sea, Andy, um, you know, and, and my business model sort of based on a less is more approach, you know. Um, you know, I don't really have staff. Um, I don't really have much interaction with the customers or clients. Um, you know, I get a booking, it comes onto my iPhone, and boom, there it is. Um, you know, but I have sort of add-on add on services, um, which which I'm, I'm involved in, um, but, you know, um, I don't, I'm, I'm not a big volume-based um, business, but also my overheads are very, very low accordingly. Um, so if I can keep that price point consistent, regardless of whether there's you know financial pain or we get um, a situation where it's more difficult for people, especially internationally, to come and, and see us, which historically hasn't been too much of a problem because 75% of our customers have been domestic anyway, um, then... I'm sort of hoping that I can sort of weather the weather the storms reasonably well. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. I think it's a lot harder for those people who've who've invested a hell of a lot of capital and they do rely on high volume yeah. and high numbers. Uh, and it's it's sort of that boom bust time. Make hay when the sun shines. And man, yeah, the dry matter stats for them are, 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 are huge. But then hey, if the tap gets turned off and they've got all that investment and it's like ooh. You know, it's 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 got to hurt. So, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a balancing act. Hey, just before we finish up as well, quick Google Naked Gun. That was the movie. Police Squad was the, the offshoot. Gun. The offshoot yes, was um, Police Squad. Gun. Yeah, Lieutenant yeah, Frank yeah, Driven. Yeah. yeah. So who was the um, who was the guy who was the main dude out of uh, Naked Gun? Leslie Nielsen. Ah, that's right. And yeah. old um, O.J. Simpson as well before he. Um, <laughs> Had his incident back in ninety four. Nineteen ninety that movie came out. So it was just oh, before right. he went all rogue really too. So was was Leslie was he in planes, trains and automobiles? That no, guy? that was John Candy. Oh right. The late great John Candy. He was an awesome actor, just of those yeah. the comedy genre of the eighties. Eighties no, movies are something else. You could get away with stuff. Oh look, I mean, you know, you and I both sort of share the same sentiment. Like there's nothing like a good old eighties movie, is there, you know? Like it's just Full of nostalgia, and um, you know some of them were pretty funny. Some of them were a bit on the edge, I suppose, when you when you sort of look at it now. But um, yeah, some of them are timeless classics, aren't they? So um, 
Yeah. Good on you, Tom. Always appreciate your time. You have a good week. You too, mate. Thanks for the call. See you, mate. Laugh out loud thanks to Ag Prow because life on the farm can be a laughing matter. There was a blonde who wanted to replace the windows in her house, so she got the expensive, double-pane, energy-efficient kind. Then she got a call about a year later from the installer who put them in. He's complaining that he still hadn't been paid from a year ago. Blonde turned around and says, Hello. Just because I'm blonde doesn't mean I'm stupid as well. And she goes, the guy goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, you told me a year ago these things are going to pay for themselves in a year. Right, that's us for the hour. Thanks for your company. My name is Andy Muir. This has been the Muster on Hokanui. Thanks to Peter's Genetics. Enjoy the afternoon. See you tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Hokanui.